Welcome back, Stanford Truth listeners. Thank you all for tuning into this podcast. Our previous episode, we talked about faith. And for this episode, we will be talking about repentance. Stay tuned. So what is repentance? In the, in the Greek word, it is metanoia. M-E-T-A-N-O-I-A. Which means reverse of decisions or turn about. So repentance is to change one's mind, to turn around, to forsake sin, and to make an about face. So let's read in Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. Amen, amen. So that is repentance. Hallelujah. Now let's see the four elements of repentance. First thing is contrition. In Psalms 51 verse 17 it says, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O God, thou wilt not despise. God will not despise a heart that is very remorseful of the sins that that a person committed especially when when he asks for forgiveness that's what god is looking for a broken spirit a broken and a contrite heart a very remorseful one the one that is um is in a, in a state of i don't want to do this anymore i i hate this way of life and i want god to be pleased with me that's kind of contrite or contrition uh, a contrite heart and a broken spirit is about when when uh, when someone really wants to turn away from sin amen and also the second thing is confession let's read in proverbs 28 verse 13 he that covereth his sin shall not prosper but who whoso forsake confess it and forsake them shall have mercy so uh, repentance is through confession without confessing your sin or your faults to god there's no way that god will forgive our sins and it will not it will never be called a repentance because in repentance it will give you the action of saying things that you want god to forgive you of amen and also the third uh, element of repentance is change of mind in Acts chapter 26 verse 18 and the turn back turn turning back in Romans 12 2 so let's read first Acts chapter 26 verse 18 the change of mind it says there to open their eyes and to turn them from the darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God that they, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among which are among among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me amen and also in romans chapter 12 verse 2 it says turning back and be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove that what that may prove what is that and acceptable and perfect will of god amen so once we have faith in god in jesus christ his word and what the bible says we will we will 
faith produces action, as we've talked about in the previous episode. And faith without works is dead. This is one of the works that faith um, involves when when someone believed on something, especially when it when it comes to the things of God. It will make us act. So when God said, "Repent of all your sins and turn from your wicked ways," as we've read in Second uh, Chronicles, that if we call on His name and humble ourselves and pray and seek His face and turn from our wicked ways, then He will hear from heaven and He will forgive our sins and heal our land. So when we humble ourselves and ask for forgiveness and we turn away from all those things, God will hear us and forgive us for, for He is just He is faithful and just to forgive our sins once we confess. Amen. Hallelujah. And also the last element of repentance is godly sorrow. In 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10, it says, For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. What does it mean in that verse? Every time I'm reading this uh, ver- passage of the scripture, when it comes to godly sorrow, for me, my understanding is that the moment that I understand what God hates and when I knew that it will make him mad at me, I will have that godly sorrow and kneel on my knees and ask God for prayer, Lord, forgive me. Or even while I'm walking at work, when I thought of something or said something, it will just convict me. Oh, Lord, forgive me. I should not have said that. I should not have done that. That is the godly sorrow that works in us every day. In, unlike before when I wasn't in the church, even if I cuss or curse someone, or even if I steal or take something or covet something from others, I don't even ask for forgiveness. Immediately, just when someone told me, oh, you do, you do this, you do that, you know, that's when I feel obligated to apologize or to ask forgiveness from that person. But when we have this godly sorrow, immediately you will, you will be convicted because you, are, you know to yourself that it's, it's not pleasing in the eyes of God, that you must ask for forgiveness from Him. Because now we are not pleasing the world. Now we're pleasing God. This time, when, when we talk about repentance, this is a very important part of salvation because without repentance, we will not be able to fulfill the other steps of salvation because without one of each steps, it's impossible for us to be saved and it's impossible for us to please God and it's impossible for us to go to heaven. So we must start from this because this repentance is to die to your own self. We must die to ourselves in order for us to have a new life in Christ. Amen. Amen. So we talk about the, the elements of repentance, the areas of repentance that how we must and what we must do in order to repent, what we must have. Now we need to know the necessity. What's the necessity of repentance why is it so important let's read in cha- uh, in Luke chapter 13 verse 3 and verse 5 it says the same thing i tell you 
Nay, but except ye repent, you shall all likewise perish. Jesus is talking to the people in the in the day of uh, Sabbath in this chapter 13. And when, when Jesus told them, unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. And also in Acts chapter 3 verse, thir verse 19 says, Repent you therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. It's very important for us to repent because it will blot out the sins that is in us. Amen. And also when you repent, you 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 lighten the burden that you have in your heart when you confess your sins to God because it feels like the weight is already been lifted up once you repented because you we human beings we have all these kinds of emotions and we need to vent it out or let it out on someone in order for us to feel like I'm relieved. The same thing with repentance. Once we confess our sins to God, may it be little to your eyes or big to other people's eyes. Other people's eyes. If you confess that to God, when you repent it to God, you're, you will feel like, thank you, Jesus. Now I feel the weight has been lifted off my shoulder. That's what it makes. That's what repentance will, will do to you when you do it the right way. Amen. Also, let's read in Second uh, Peter chapter 3, verse 9. It says there, The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us word, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God is not slow, as some people think that He is slow. It may seem like God is not hearing or God is not doing something. But God is long-suffering. He has this long patience toward us all. When he's, we are in a state of grace or the dispensation of grace where God is being so patient because He's coming very soon. He's being so patient that He's waiting for us all. Not few people, but to us, all of us in this world, to come to Him and repent. Because He is not, He don't want that any should perish. He wants us all to come into repentance and that we should not all perish and go to hell. He don't like us to go in that place because He didn't make that place for us. He make that place for the fallen angels and not for us human beings that he created by his hand himself. So God wanting us to repent, that is the first uh, teachings when Jesus started his ministry. Repent for the... Let's also read in Revelations chapter 2 verse 16. Jesus is the one talking to John the Revelator here, it says. And he said... Repent, or else I will come to you quickly, and I will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. The Them that God is talking to is the sinners of the world. Remember that we have all fallen short in the glory of God. We are, we are all born sinners. None of us born righteous. No, not one. There's only one righteous, and that is God. So when Jesus comes back, he said to John the Revelator, or 
Repent or else I will come to you quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. You know, God is giving us the opportunity to be reconciled with Him, to be right with Him. If you will just go back to the years and years and thousands of years, when uh, when when Jesus was still on earth, when He's talking about repentance and He's teaching His disciple what to teach, what to teach before He ascends to heaven, before He goes back to heaven. Now, when John the Revelator saw what it looks like and God spoke to him what he must tell to the people in order to inherit that kingdom that heaven that he saw he again told John to tell us to repent or else when he comes he will fight us with the sword of his mouth you know God's word is very sharp it can Divide the soul and the spirit. That's why the in the word of God says the the word is like a sword. The word of God is like a sword that it will cut you, cut your soul and your spirit, the bone and the marrow. Amen. So let's let's be obedient to the word of God because that's the only way that we can be safe is following his word and be obedient to it. Amen. Now there's the command to repent in Matthew chapter 14 and chapter 4 verse 17. I've said this earlier that Jesus from the time that he began to preach in uh, in verse 17 it says from the time Jesus began to preach and to say repent for the kingdom of heaven is and also in Mark chapter 1 verse 4 it says there John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remissions of sins and in, and in acts 2 38 it says there then peter said unto them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the holy ghost amen and also in acts chapter 17 verse 30 said in the times of this ignorance god winked at but now commands all men everywhere to repent wink at means overlook god overlooked the ignorance of times before but now he commanded commanded all men everywhere to repent this is when jesus christ comes in the old testament god just overlooked at them that uh, only the high priest is the one that's uh, repenting for the sins of the entire nation of israel but now when jesus comes he comes for the entire world not only for the israelites for the whole world now that he commanded everyone everyone everywhere to repent that's why the greatest commandment that Je uh, the great commission that jesus spoke to his disciple is go ye therefore in all nations teaching them teach uh, baptizing them and teaching them what god has told them in the time that jesus was still here amen so this is the way that we are being part of Christ's body. When we know uh, uh, the plan of salvation that God has for us in order for us to be part of Him. Amen. So this is very important. Repentance is very important, guys. This is what we must do daily. Not just one time, 
but it's a daily thing. Amen. Hallelujah. And God forgives. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And also in Proverbs 28, 13, whoso confesseth shall have mercy. Amen. I hope and pray that this part of this episode that we're talking about will, 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 will stalk in your heart. It will give you the desire to, make, to be right with God. Amen. Hallelujah. And also let's read Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1. It says there, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God's, toward God. Amen. So let us keep in mind the teachings of Jesus Christ. It's very important for us to understand and to believe. If truly our faith is in Him, we will believe and we will act upon what we believe and what He said. Because um, salvation produces action. It's not an instant instant thing that if you confess that Jesus is your Lord and Savior and you just say a sinner sinner's prayer, you're saved. No, it's not. There's a lot of things that God wants us to do in order to be reconciled with Him. And on, not only by confessing, God wants us to forsake them. If no one had told you that you have to forsake your sins in order to live right with, with God, now you're hearing what the Word of God says and the truth that's in the Word of God. Confession and forsaking your sins will save you. And once you forsake and turn away from your wicked ways, God is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, as He said that in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's also, I'll just read a couple of verses in Revelations chapter 2 verse 21 and 22 and it says there and i give her space to repent of her fornication and she repented not behold i will cast her into a bed and then and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation except they repent of their deeds god is giving us you know the this that this passage of scripture is talking about his bride, which is the church. God is, wait, God is waiting for His bride to be right with Him. And God knows how adulterous we are towards Him because instead of praising Him and worshiping Him and just giving our all to Him, we go to other ways. Like we, we forget there's God and we just do what we love to do on this earth. We do worldly things. So there's other God that we are worshiping, the God of this world, which is Satan. But God is so merciful and is so gracious towards us that He gave us space to repent of that wickedness that we are doing in His sight. It is so painful for Him to see all His creation bowing down to Satan or bowing down to the things of this world instead of bowing to the greatest God of all, the Almighty God, and that is Jesus. 
That's why he said, I will cast her into a bed and them that commit adultery with her in a great tribulation or great affliction, except they repent of their deeds. God will not give us peace in a sense that when we don't repent of these wicked things that we're doing against God, He will give us affliction. He will allow affliction to come into our lives unless we repent then he will forgive our sins. And like, you know, like the prodigal son in the Bible, if we will just go back to our father with humbleness, he will wide open, he will just open his arms wide open to receive us because he knows, you know, that kind of love that God, ha that God has for us. It's beyond our imagination. It's beyond the minds of men because we cannot comprehend the thoughts of God. It's too big for us to comprehend. But He is not slack. He's not slow to to forgive. He have this long patience. He had this long suffering towards us that He has given us time and space to repent. I hope and pray that this episode of this podcast will help us to be right with God in the right way through repentance. We, we, will not, we will not confess our sins or faults to a, to a priest or someone else but towards God because we offended God, not the priest. And only God can forgive and not the priest. So I hope and pray that this episode will give light to our understanding because God says, my people are perished because lack of knowledge. And I hope and pray that this knowledge that God has given us through His Word about repentance will, will shed a light and will, up, will act upon it. Hallelujah. Thank you all for tuning into this podcast. I, I really appreciate those people that are sharing and listening to this podcast because it gives me the joy that there are people outside where I am right now is being touched by the Word of God. And it gives me a great, great desire to do this even more because I know God is coming back very soon. And many of the people outside this country where I'm living in right now hasn't heard this gospel. I may not be able to go to places right now but when the time comes that god will tell me to go then i'll go but for the meantime i know this this platform in social media is one of the best tool for now to spread the gospel to those that hasn't heard it yet so i pray that this podcast this episodes the previous episodes that i've been doing for stanford truth will reach more souls, the hungry souls, not only in this country I'm living in, but to every, all the countries all over the world, that they may know and may understand what the Word of God wants us to do. Hallelujah.
Thank you all for tuning into this episode of Repentance. I hope and pray that you all learned a lot of things regarding repentance and what we must do and how to do it. I hope and pray that you all listeners out there that are new in this way of teaching or new in this podcast or just now are learning the things of the Bible, thank God and I hope and pray that you will do what the Word of God says us to do. And for our next episode, I want you to tune in so that you will know what is the proper way and the Bible way of water baptism. We will only are, we are only studying what the Word of God says. So stay tuned and have a blessed weekend in Jesus' name. Amen.